Hey, you're listening to John Gregory Vincent here with the Surfacing Inclusive Leadership Podcast. This is leadership I learned the hard way during my 14 years on submarines. After a Gallup gig, working for the best human behavioral organization in the world, I was ready to launch my coaching, advising, and training company, The Submarine Way. So hey, let's cast off all lines because we're getting underway, The Submarine Way. This one's a tough one this week, folks. Um, Deb and I are on the road. We're coming back from New Hampshire. My 99-year-old mom had a bad fall, and uh, she's in a rehab healthcare facility and um, not doing all that well. So if I don't have my usual zest, my usual zip, um, it's because this week's a little bit of a heavy heart. So you saw the title. Elon Musk is either a leader you admire or he is used as an example of a leader you don't want to follow. With every word out of his mouth, he creates controversy. Does a leader who makes good decisions without regard for the impact on people, is that person really a good leader? Is he or she a leader, just not a good leader? And what about someone like Mark Zuckerberg? Was his approach to layoffs different than Musk's? <laughs> Musk, Musk's. It's complicated for sure. Let's unpack this a bit. We did a random Google search and asked the question, how do Tesla employees feel about working for Tesla? According to a number of articles, this is what employees said. We are encouraged to think like owners. Tesla encourages all employees to think like owners meaning that they always find the best way to do something rather than going through the motions and just checking boxes. A culture that encourages this strategic thinking will create a team that is passionate, proactive, responsible. Well, that sounds pretty cool. Don't just provide fish, teach them how to fish and innovate while they are doing it and they'll figure out ways to catch more fish. So what about pay? Does Tesla pay well? According to the following two sources, yes. Let me get specific. The pay at Tesla is $114,000. That's the the average employee is making $114,000. So, We know two things about Musk. He encourages a sense of ownership and innovation, and he pays very well. So how about this? How long do employees stay at at Tesla? Well, according to Zipia.com, they have actually very high employee retention for the tech tech, uh, industry. Staff members usually stay at at the company for an average of 3.7 years. So you have a company paying people on average 100 or half the employees making over $114,000. They're encouraged to own their jobs. They're encouraged to innovate. They stay for 3.7 years. So you have people sticking around being paid well and all these other things going on. So there's some good leadership going on on Tesla and there's nothing indicating that that doesn't start at the top. So why does, why does announcing a layoff overnight of people at his newly acquired Twitter kind of rocks so many folks, right? And if you're not familiar with this, what he essentially did 
uh, is when Musk bought uh, Twitter, I, I think it was a week after he bought it, he sent out an email on Thursday and said, basically half of you are not going to have a job tomorrow and you'll find out when you come to work. They came to work, all people's badges were deactivated. So that's sort of the setup of what we're getting ready to talk about here. So <laughs> you get an email and guess what? Half of you aren't going to have a job the next day. So, I mean, it almost seems like a dual personality, doesn't it? I mean, this is the CEO of Tesla. Here's the, here's the actual uh, email announcing the layoffs. All employees will receive an email on Friday, the notice said. Those who will keep their jobs will get an email to their work account. Those being laid off will receive a notification to their personal email. Employees were reminded not to disclose confidential company, company information on social media or with the press. Holy cow! What a way to build loyalty with his new employees. Does this feel like it's going to be, you know, uh, you're going to be in a role where you're respected, where you're encouraged, where you're encouraged to own, to innovate, where you really feel like you belong, or you're just waiting to like be in the next batch of sorry you don't work here anymore. I mean, doesn't it? It just feels totally different. So in, in my humble opinion, either he's planning on spinning, so he's you know, looking at mar margins and things like that, or this company's in a lot worse financial shape than even he knew when he purchased it. So there's a question here, and we're gonna come back to it later. Is there a way to make changes quickly without it feeling so bad, without it feeling such, such you know, disrespectful for a lack of a better word? The answer to that, stay tuned, is yes, there is. Even though this felt like a power play, because the purchase of Twitter became so protractive, it was so ugly, he was forced to buy it. Um, and then of course these layoffs, it just, you know, well, here it is, here it goes again, but maybe not. Hold that thought for a minute. Let's look at Zuckerberg over at Facebook and what he just announced. According to Business Insider, Mark Zuckerberg said in his Wednesday morning note to employees regarding layoffs that a current hiring freeze at Facebook would extend through March of next year at least. The freeze is taking place amid layoffs that impact more than 11,000 employees. This is 13% of the total workforce, folks. Zuckerberg noted he will watch our business performance, operational efficiency, and other macroeconomic factors to determine whether and how much he should resume hiring and at what point. He did not say that the employee, uh, that the company would lift the freeze at any time. Another group layoff notice, years ago, you would come into work and you would get what was called proverbial pink slip and the company would be filled with rumors and beating hearts as everyone wondered, right? Like one at a time, you'd come in, you'd get your pink slip and you'd be waiting. When's, you know, am I next? Am I, what's going on here? How's this gonna happen? The trend at big companies seems to be a big bang announcement. Followed up pretty rapidly whether or not the individual is affected. In other words, instead of the one at a time where the rumors get going, where people start, and you know what? That affects performance if you've ever been in that situation. How much should I work? Should I work really hard? Should I innovate really hard? Am I going to be here? Now the trend seems to be, if you look at Musk and Zuckerberg, just get it over with. Just bang, and you're done. That seems to be the trend, and I think that's an actual term, or it's a term that Deb made up, the big bang announcement. Now, the way in which Musk made the announcements was, again, incredibly insensitive, but a big bang rather than the rumor, rumor mill does make a lot of sense. It does, in a way, actually let people know, assuming he says the rest of you are secure. 
right? This was, you know, so there is some leadership there. It's not so different that Musk, it's like, this is a different guy. Well, not necessarily. He's decisive. He's doing what needs to be done for the business. And for those that are remaining, there's no reason to assume that those remaining at Twitter do not get that ownership given to them, that their pay might even be increased. We don't know. So leadership does evolve. What was tolerated years ago and even viewed as, as uh, good leadership wouldn't be tolerated today. The onesie twosies, right? The slow bleed is what I like to call it. But now the Big Bang announcement, right, that you do today would never be accepted 15 years ago. Reality is that it, it actually makes a lot of sense not to let the rumor mill make an announcement you should be making yourself, explaining why and how it is going to be done. Own the issues, spell out the path to improvement, and encourage those not affected by the layoffs to be your partners. Be comfort and respectful to the people being impacted by the layoffs. Now, that's the part we don't know. We don't know about packages and things like that, but there's no need to be cruel about this, but to be decisive, good leaders are decisive. They make hard decisions quickly and then they don't wiggle waggle about them. That's actually the worst thing you can do. When people start questioning the confidence of a leader, everything comes apart. And I can tell you from submarines, I had a uh, commanding officer who was brutal. He was a brutal individual, but he was decisive. And he gave authority to people and he, re he expected you to perform at a high level. But if you performed at that high level, you had a great bit of autonomy. If you did not, not so much. But if he needed to make a decision, if he needed people to stay up and get everybody out of, out of their bunks and something needed to be done, he didn't think about it. He didn't go, well, what do you think? What do you think? He was very, very decisive. And because of that, he was without question the leader I would want to go to war with. If we were coming up, you know, back in the good old days of the Cold War, if we were coming up against the big nasties, the Soviets, I wanted that guy. Did I want to go have a beer with him? Absolutely not. Did I like what he did all the time? Absolutely not. But he was decisive and he was effective. That works. So sometimes when you think, of someone as being inhumane, or someone as being insensitive, or someone as being um, a poor leader because it just doesn't feel good, don't be so quick. Ask yourself, how do you lead? How do you make tough decisions? Do you sort of float it out and suggest that maybe, possibly something? That is not a solid, good leader. The best leaders look, evaluate, take a lot of input, which I'm sure Musk did and Zuckerberg did. They didn't study these financials in a vacuum and you make it quickly. Hey, this is John Gregory Vincent. This is Surfacing Inclusive Leadership. The company, as you know, is the submarine way. What do we do? We build inclusive talent-based leaders. Typically, I would say talent-based inclusive leaders, but I'm a little off my game today. Learn more about us at submarineway.com. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate our growing audience. We appreciate you. This is, again, John Gregory Vincent, and I am out.